0: Emily, I am just beyond pleased to be making my first episode of Honey and Bricks. This podcast has been months in the making, and I am just filled with joy to actually be sitting down with Jesus and recording an episode. So I kind of just wanted to explain my heart behind this podcast, my vision for it, and share the intention behind the name because there is so much to unpack Just in the name. And then I also today just wanted to share a little bit about what you can expect in the future from this podcast. So, yeah, I'm just really excited. Basically, the name Honey and Bricks is kind of a result of a conglomeration of experiences in the past two years of my life. And I really wanted to dig into it and share my heart behind it because I think in revealing the name, You'll not only learn a lot more about me as a person, but also why I want to make this podcast and how I see the Lord's heart present in it. So, I really just wanted to dive in. This episode probably won't be super long, and this probably won't be the standard format for the rest of the episodes, but I just really wanted to introduce myself. So, obviously, bricks and honey is two different words bricks and honey. and I kind of just wanted to jump into the first word, which is honey, and explain my journey with this word and what it means to me. So about, I would say, maybe December to February of um, 2018 and then February of 2019, I was going through and had just walked through probably one of the most difficult and Heartbreaking and devastating, all the negative words you can think of. (laughs) Experiences that I'll hopefully ever have to endure. Um and there was a lot of brokenness that was a result of that. And the Lord really was starting to do a huge work in my heart and in my creativity specifically with him because I think there is so much beauty and healing and restoration that comes from being creative with the Father. Because I mean, if you look at the world around you, God is clearly just a creative genius, for lack of better words. Um, The world that he created and gifted to us is so beautiful, so rich with life. And so in this journey of healing, there was a lot of creativity that was beginning to spark in my heart. And I felt so convicted to share that with the father and to invite him into my time of creating with him and art with him so in this time I started writing with him and I would sit and I would pray and the lord would just kind of put these visions and images into my mind and I would paint pictures of them and then we would write together it would feel like He was writing for me. It was something that almost was, like, disconnected from my brain. But, like, my spirit was writing words down. And I began to do this. And the cover on my journal was a bee. And I just picked it up. I had no, like, reason for grabbing or purchasing this journal. I just bought it. And the very first thing that the Lord showed me was this honeycomb. um, And just honey seeping from it. And I had just finished reading Job at this time and I was starting to read 1 Samuel. 1 Samuel chapter 14 verses 24 through 31. I'm going to just read it. And basically backstory behind this is Saul is... They're in war and Saul is kind of creating this curse against his army, telling them not to eat. And obviously this is leaving them very famished and parched. And so Jonathan comes in and he ends up defeating the, defeating the enemy and breaking the curse. So this is what it says. And the men of Israel had been hard pressed that day. So Saul laid an oath on the people saying, Cursed be the man who eats food until it is evening and I am avenged on my enemies. So none of the people had tasted food. Now, when all the people came to the forest, behold, there was honey on the ground. And when the people entered the forest, behold, the honey was dropping, but no one put his hand to his mouth, for the people feared the oath. But Jonathan had not heard his father charge the people with the oath. So he put the tip of the staff that was in his hand and dipped it in the honeycomb and put his hand to his mouth, and his eyes became bright. Then one of the people said, Your father strictly charged the people with an oath, saying, Cursed be the man who eats food this day. And the people were faint. Then Jonathan said, My father has troubled the land. See how my eyes have become bright because I tasted a little of this honey? How much better if the people had eaten freely today of the spoil of their enemies that they found. For now, the defeat among the Philistines has not been great. So basically, the first time I read this, I was going through this process of healing with the Father. And this beautiful picture of honey just kind of dripping from the ground and being around you and then tasting of it and your eyes becoming bright and it being the spoil of your enemies. I felt like the Lord was saying to me, I'm giving you healing honey and I'm going to give you this honey to nourish you and to fill you and to make your eyes bright again where they were once broken and hurting. And the best part is that this honey is the spoil of your enemies, what your enemies tried to do to you, what what people on this earth did to hurt you or harm you or break you. I'm using And I'm making it bright and I'm making it nourishing again. And I'm going to use it to heal you. I'm going to use those experiences to make your eyes bright with life. So this idea of honey kind of just stuck on the forefront of my mind for about eight months. And it was sort of the thing that I clung to most deeply. And the Lord began to show me these clouds in the sky. That it would be a day where all the clouds, like it was sunset time. And the clouds would be white or the like the sky would be clear and I would just see this one cloud that was golden like truly truly golden and this happened to me like multiple times over multiple months and every time I would look up at the sky I would see these clouds and I started to call them honey clouds and I felt like the Lord was saying I'm gonna pour down honey over you tonight I'm going to pour down my healing honey over you and you will be restored and you will become bright again. So that's kind of the backstory behind the word honey and why that means so much to me. That's obviously a very condensed version, but I kind of just wanted to give you a little insight into why the word honey means so much to me. I think there's so much beauty in seeking the lord for healing and realizing that what your enemies meant for evil he means for good and he will use for good and the things that hurt me and broke me and destroyed me the lord said look daughter i know these things hurt you but if you stay with me i'm gonna pour my healing honey over you and those things will become something that i use for good so that brings me to bricks obviously that's the second word in the name of this podcast so in first corinthians 3 i apologize for the flipping and all the background noises but in first corinthians 3 verses um, 10 through 15 this is what it says according to the grace of god given to me like a skilled master builder i laid a foundation and someone else is building upon it Let each one take care how he builds upon it, for no one can lay a foundation other than that which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. Now, if anyone builds on the foundation with gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, straw, each one's work will become manifest, for the day will disclose it, because it will be revealed by fire, and the fire will test what sort of work each one has done. If the work that anyone has built on the foundation survives, he will receive a reward. If anyone's work is burned up, he will suffer loss, though he himself will be saved, but only as through fire. So there's actually this Upper Room song, Upper Room's a church in Dallas, and it says brick by brick, Um, praise by praise you're making my heart your resting place and so about a year ago this idea of bricks sort of entered my heart but I didn't really know what it meant for me at the time and I just waited on the Father to reveal that to me and about a month and a half ago actually I was sitting there reading this verse and I had just read Revelation when it talks about his eyes of fire and I was thinking Jesus I want to see your eyes of fire but I feel like if I look into your eyes of fire parts of me are going to burn because there's parts of me that are not yet purified and so his eyes of fire for me became this idea of purifying my soul um, and burning away what was not of him and then i read first corinthians 3 and that's exactly what it says if anyone's work is burned up he will suffer loss so he himself will be saved but only as through fire and so i feel like this verse kind of to me was just saying that When we're building on this foundation, what we're we're laying on it is either going to remain pure in the fire or it's gonna be burned because it's not bringing glory to the Lord. It's not gonna last on his foundation because the things that are laid on his foundation have to give him glory. And so this idea of being saved through fire obviously requires some type of exchange or sacrifice. And I realize that we're going to go in the fire and we might be burned. And there's parts of us that might turn to ashes and it's going to be painful. But when we endure patiently and then we return those ashes to the to Jesus and we say, Jesus, here are my ashes. Here are the parts of me that were not pure. Will you please use them for your glory? And I just got this picture that he takes our ashes and he builds bricks out of them so that we can relay them on his foundation, relay them on the cornerstone and build ourselves higher and higher to him. And the reward is seeing his face. And so this idea of Jesus, I want to be in the fire and I'll endure whatever ashes come of it all, I want you to burn away the parts of me that are not glorifying to you so that I can return them to you. So that I can exchange my ashes, exchange the parts of myself that I want to hold on to and receive bricks and build on this foundation so I can get closer to your face. And so this idea of bricks was sort of just like a revelation for me that, you know, we have to exchange things for his face. But when we're exchanging things, when we're exchanging our ashes, it's no longer a sacrifice because everything we give him returns with joy. Everything we give him, you know, the output, the yield of it is a reward of his face, a reward of intimacy, of closeness with him, of understanding of him, of wisdom, of righteousness. And so I'm willing to step into that fire and I want there to be ashes. I want him to purify and refine the parts of myself that are, not, that are not allowing me to walk in righteousness. So that I can give them to him. So that I can bow at his feet and hand them to him and say, Jesus, pick these up and use them and build bricks out of them so that I can get higher and higher and closer to your face higher in righteousness, higher in intimacy with you, higher in humility so that I may see your face. And basically, that is the idea behind bricks and honey. And I wanted to explain also a little bit of where my creative process with the Lord is because this isn't just a podcast, but I want to start speaking over um, the words that I write. I've been on this huge journey of solitude and silence with the Lord, and if you know me, you know that I love words, and I love crafting letters together into strings of words that are beautiful and poetic and, and bring delight to the Lord, and for the past two years, I've really been learning how to wait to be invited to speak into situations and so this podcast for me is kind of this idea that I've walked through the healing and I've given him the ashes and I've built the bricks and I've been invited to speak and I've been invited to speak over the parts of my life that I believe can help other people find his face that can encourage other people and So that's a huge part of what this podcast is going to be, is just me kind of sharing my life experiences, the things I've written about them, my creative process with them, and how I've seen the Lord through them, what I've learned from them, and also what I want to implement a little bit later on into this podcast, I haven't really been invited into this yet, but I have vision for it, is I want to start speaking on on our current cultural age because... I love culture. I study cultural analysis and international affairs in school. And one of the biggest things I've learned is how important cultural studies as, you know, an academic approach is in our faith, is in Christianity, that we are living in this cultural moment that is unprecedented, that is increasingly secular, that is increasingly difficult for Christians, and also in an age where Christians are becoming this, this creative minority group who is either going to remain in complacency and kind of just irrelevance or is going to rise above and be the light and the salt of the earth. And so... I really want to start talking about that eventually as well and kind of just commentating on this cultural age that we're in and what I see with the Lord and what the Lord's taught me and more specifically what my education has taught me. I'm not an expert by any means, but I do feel like the Lord has given me a gift of being able to relate my education to my faith. And so I want to share that because I feel like I've learned so much valuable and insightful things and I think that it would be beneficial for other people to hear. So basically that's kind of what this podcast is going to be about. I started an Instagram account called Honey and Bricks where I'm going to be posting a lot more of my words that I write with the Lord and kind of just inviting everybody into my creative time with the Father because I think there's so much beauty behind it and I've been wanting to find the right avenue in sharing these words and I feel like he's finally giving me the permission to do so. So I'm going to be sharing a lot more, it's not necessarily poetry, but just words with the father, and kind of creating some podcast episodes, pulling from those um, posts and the words that I write, and explaining them more in depth, because they obviously have a lot to do with my personal experience, and with my testimony, and over time, my testimony will kind of just be shared in a way that is um, combined with poetry and with writing, so That's sort of what my heart and my intention and vision is behind this podcast. I hope that you found some comfort and peace and that I drew you closer to the Father. I hope that the words that you heard were pleasing to your soul and edifying to your soul. That's my greatest hope and desire. So I'm so excited to be on this journey and I hope that you all stick around and just get to grow in this podcast with me. And yeah. Love you all, family. Thanks for listening.